All right, we got the sports stage on the line. Dad, how you doing? Good, Ryan. How you doing today? Great Suns victory last night. Doing doing well <clears throat> in the Valley as the rebrand is a smash hit nationwide. Starting to get some love. Yeah. Yeah, that's – they're pretty much going to wear those jerseys, I think, at home for every game. But, uh, yeah, just a great game and just continuation of what we have seen all year. They have looked like this all year as long as Paul is healthy. We're he, rolling. He's healthy. Like, this is – you know, he's back. Uh, you can kind of tell, you know, like, really, he doesn't hit rim on those mid-range shots when he's right. He he doesn't hit rim. It's incredible, and yeah. now they had well, I think Bridges twenty three game one. Uh, no one scored twenty points last game yesterday last night, and that's that's when their offense is clicking. It's really really balanced. Yeah, Dario did a really nice job. You can see now he's gonna. So now we have Dario and Payne. And and Craig and Craig, we, ha- we have our eight really, and Cam actually nine. After that, we don't need any of those other guys. But uh, yeah, we have those nine. Yeah, exactly. And like you were like Cam Johnson, who's a good player. We haven't he hasn't really done anything, but he's definitely got a game where he hits you know five threes. Yeah, I think it all depends on uh, foul trouble. Yeah, I mean he doesn't have that game because as long as Bridges is out there. And he's Crowder. not gonna get. He's not gonna get the minutes. But yeah, if if something happens, somebody gets hurt, Crowder, Bridges, foul trouble, then he has a potential to have that game. But I don't think it's a given that he, you know he's gonna have a game where he, he nails four threes. How how I mean, big? He's just a luxury to have. He is, and in the in the future, look out because he's he's a real player. Um, yeah, yeah, he needs. To finish a little stronger at the rim. He made two nice moves that maybe he wouldn't have made a year ago where he took it to the hoop, but he got both of them blocked. Yeah, you don't see that very often, actually. Like, how he got blocked on both those. I don't know if you need to try to dunk those. Um, but, yeah, no, they were really yeah, nice. Moves. No, that's exactly what he needs to do is slam them. Exactly. Um, but the the how big a deal is the home home court I, I think it's a big deal I mean it's um, it's it's like it's that's you know that's getting a lot of national love too like how you know it's like a college stadium like it's just really rocking they got the full pretty much full capacity not everyone else has that you know I think it matters a little bit yeah I do too at Denver now they're going to have full capacity too so yeah should that, be, they're going to be They'll, they'll probably, yeah, it'll probably be favored to win Game Three. I bet. Probably. But, you know, I, I would I would look for the Suns to take one of the two. That's what you hope for. Yeah, yeah, I look for them to maybe lose Game Three, then take Game Four. Right. Wouldn't be shocking to see them win both. I would no. be it'd be disappointing if they lost both for sure. It would be. It would be. <clears throat> um, what? What about – I don't know if, you, if you've heard of where it's at as far as, like, technicals. Like, is because I, I don't think carry like, the technicals to the suspension. Like, is is Booker close or is Crowder close to – have you heard that or do you have any idea where that's at? 
You know, I have not heard that. I tend to agree with you that I don't believe it carries over. You know, that once the, the playoffs start, it's a, a different criteria. Right, but yeah, so that, I mean, I think, you know, Crowder could be in a little bit of trouble. Because that, that happens, like, I would, like, once the playoffs, I feel there's a guy that matters that gets suspended for a game because he just hits the technicals. So just something to kind of look out for. Okay, it, here's what it is. They reset, like we thought, to zero. And then with their seventh in postseason, I mean, it cool. triggers the same punishment. So Crowder's got to have at least four, maybe five. I don't think he has five. Well, he got two of the game. He got two okay. game six, one, one last night, and then there was definitely another. Like that wasn't his first two in the Lakers game. Like he got at least one, one before game six in the Lakers. Wouldn't you say? Well, I'm saying he could have four. I just don't. don't okay. Well, I mean, four considering that, like you know they love giving the double technical. For you know, basically nothing. Oh, like yeah, he definitely got that one. He it was def- he definitely has at least four. Because remember, there was that one where it was like game four where they won, they go two two, and he, it was like right before halftime where he just wouldn't shut up. Um, he got so, the one for doing a salsa dance on LeBron. Right. No, he's got four minimum. That's probably what he has. But... <clears throat> he has four. Okay, but still, I mean, right. if making the run all the way. That means you can only have two more. It's a little concerning. No, three. Three more. It's oh, I th- you get suspended at three? Or three more, he'll get suspended? No. Once you hit seven, then it triggers the okay. same punishment. All right. Still, something to keep an eye out for. Right. Um, like, what, all, right, all right, might as well. I mean, when can you talk about it? So let's talk about, like, next series. Uh, who would you rather play? Next series? Yeah. I think I'd rather play the Jazz, even though they do have the home court advantage. Yeah, it's really close. I definitely, if it wasn't home court, it would definitely be the Jazz. But Suns are Suns are best road team in the NBA. That is true. So you have that, and were we two and zero against the Jazz? I think so. And I believe that was back to back. Yeah, it was early in the season. And was, I think, that, yeah, I, I think they're one and two against the Clippers as well. And so, for, and then Conley, you know, is nursing that hammy. <clears throat> That's never a good thing. They do not go away. So, can they beat the Clippers without a healthy Conley? I mean, they did win game one, and I he played. I did not watch any of that game. Yeah, I watched it. It was, you know, they were, it, it was a close game. You know, it wasn't, you know, it, it it was, I would say it was probably encouraging for the Clippers, if anything. You know, Mitch, well, did they have the lead early on? Of course, that means little, but I mean, didn't they have the lead for a while? Uh, Yeah, they did. And then, but then Mitchell got super hot in the third. He, you know, he had 45. Um, yeah, he's, he's good. No question about it. Uh, and then, I mean, the the Clippers are more of an enigma. They are. 
than the Jazz. The Jazz are kind of more like the Suns. You know, they're steady. They're there. Right. They're good team. The Clippers, you know, do you get engaged, Kawhi? Right. Uh, like, what about Paul George? At times, he doesn't even look like a top 20 player. Right. No, and, but he's, he's you know, him and Booker have a thing. and He's done well against the Suns recently, especially this year. You know, he, I saw a stat where he has – those games shooting 25% or less in the playoffs, like minimum 15 games and 15 attempts. And he was, he was, he has 10 games like that. That was like third overall ever. So, I mean, he's, he, he, he throws up stinkers, but he does. We also have, you know, Kawhi's the best, you know, you don't, you want to have the best player in the series and, you know, Kawhi would be that. So I think probably the jazz as well, though, um, though, though it's close. It's, I mean, all of them are pretty evenly matched. I mean, it's a nice problem to have, really. Who cares? Let's just beat Denver and not assume we're, you know, are playing one of those two. But yeah, yeah, it's interesting. But what, what about Jokic? How did I, I don't want to judge after two games. Like, you know, he, his stats are obviously incredible, but he's thrown up decent stats during this game or this series, and he's been outplayed by Aiton. He hasn't been that impressive, has he? Not really. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree with you. He he's the thing is he hasn't been aggressive enough, and he he is too much away from the hoop for a big man. Right now, a perfect example was Aiden get picked up those two fouls in what first three minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would have pulled him if I was Monty immediately, and then right, uh, you know, I'd, but uh, he didn't go out. No, he, he really didn't go at him. Uh, Aiton has been more aggressive going to the hoop. Aiton's looked better. He really has. Just looked like, good. There's no question. Back. He looks like it's incredible. It, it really is. I well, mean, I mean, it's what we talked about last podcast. It's player development. They have it. All of a sudden, they have it. They never had it before. You know, well, I mean, for the last several years. Right. And you know, just communications is so important. I mean, poor Igor with his broken English. I mean, come on, how's he going to relate to these guys and tell them to go here and, and motivate them and give yeah. them quotes, uh, life quotes and spiritual quotes, things that Monty does every day. I mean, right. it's terribly yeah. unfair. And I know. It, it's, it, uh, <laughs> it is a demarcation line in Sarver. Yeah. He's learned. I mean... Yeah, no, he, he, and you haven't really seen him at all, which is again what you want, you know. He hasn't, he hasn't really made his presence known, and you know, in the playoffs, you know, he used to be in that right in front center in that courtside seats, you know, right. getting getting all the attention. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been it's been complete turnaround, and then you know, as far as like the roster, obviously, like James Jones, I mean, that seems like a home run. Well, and then, you know, since we did, Monty got second to Tibbs, which was a joke, really. Uh, I mean, Tibbs did a nice job, but come on. Yeah, and it's one of those things, if if they voted just, if they voted right, you know, after the first round, they would have given, you know, there's no way they would have given it to Tibbs. So, you know, it's one of those things where, yeah, I mean, it it was a surprising year. Speaking of which, you see Derrick Rose got an MVP vote. Yeah, but that's not that. I mean, it, that's ridiculous. But in any facet in life, when you got a hundred, I mean, how many votes were there? One hundred one, 
something like that. Hundred, I think, or yeah. Hundred, okay. Anything in life. Favorite color, size right. of the moon. You're gonna get the one. Yeah, at no. least one contrarian who's right. got to do something like that. So yeah. that's, I don't think much. It's of like that Family question. Feud. The, the yep. low answers on Family Feud. Yep. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's that's true. All right, real real quick on, uh, the East. I mean, is, <coughs> is Brooklyn that good, or is it just real disappointing from Milwaukee? It's. I, I think it's the latter. I think it's disappointing Milwaukee. I, I think you'll see Milwaukee win tonight. I think you'll see Giannis be a little bit more aggressive. But what is obvious. They they don't appear to be built for the playoffs, and they just have status quo now for three years. Maybe, because it's only through two games, maybe Drew Holiday can be the difference, but it doesn't look like it, and it right. wasn't during the season. So they, uh, you know, people I'm- get spoiled easily. I mean, this could, if Bud goes, if they get swept or lose in five, Bud could very well be gone. Yeah, no, I I think the free throws is a serious problem because he doesn't want the ball at the end of the game, and when when that's your stud, like that's that's a bit of an issue. Like, I mean, you you don't his free throws, you think he's missing all of them. Yeah, no, I heard of they had a little thing on one show today I was listening to, and it was either or. They did a bunch of either ors. And game on the line, who do you want shooting your free throws, Giannis or Ben Simmons? And the, and the, the commentating was Ben Simmons looks more confident at the line than Giannis. Right. But, I mean, you know, Ben Simmons isn't back-to-back MVP, you know, first-team All-NBA. No, they're not. No, no, we're not. Forget that. They're not. The question was, who's the best player? No. Game on the line. Who do you want at the line? That was a question. Like, game on the line. Here's the other, another one. Who do you want with the ball? Kawhi or Durant? Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. So I, they're not talking about who's Okay, yeah. I, okay, I'd probably – if, if it's just the ball, like, I, I would take Simmons because he's – going to be able to create as well well no no that was free throws yeah okay yeah so i uh with the ball that was durant or Kawhi. i don't i don't shot yeah it's it's tough yeah it is it's it's not great either way um but yeah i mean it could be one of those you know if milwaukee wins them both then you know and and harden is still hurt then maybe it could change a little bit but uh If it's and not then in the in the other one, you know, Embiid needs to be healthy. He seems to be healthy. He says he's. I mean, he acts like he isn't. He had monster games. Well, but I mean, he's yeah, but he's coming out of his mouth. He's not saying it. He's trying to be a trooper, but I don't believe he's a hundred percent. I mean, he had forty and thirty-nine so far, so it seems to be all right. Um, I mean, it, it it is, it's surprising though, like considering he's got a tear. 
you know, I don't care what, if it's a, I don't know if it's a minor tear. I don't know if you can have a minor tear, but he's, he's thrown up monster games. Yeah. That, that would be, that'll be interesting. Do they both play tonight? Yeah. Oh no, no, they don't. Just the, just the Nets and the Clippers play. Um, what about, what about Dallas? Has it, what's been the fallout from them? You're breaking up. What about Dallas? What's the fallout there? Well, they're trying to. <clears throat> Who do they blame? You know, it's it's kind of a three-headed monster. Do they blame uh, the front office slash Donnie Nelson Cuban? Do they blame Carlisle? Or do they just blame the roster? So there's a lot of finger pointing down there. But, you know, again, I've been comparing them all postseason. Sarver versus Cuban. People don't realize people are stuck. 2013. You just said on this podcast, yeah, sorry, you don't see him front and center. You don't. Well, I watched that seventh game. Who's front and center? Front row. Mark Cuban yelling at the refs, right. laughing at the refs. So Cuban is the front office. Yeah. They have not paid, you know, again, Osarver, he'll see if he's cheap, see blah, blah, blah. They, Dallas hasn't paid a luxury tax since 2012 okay and they yeah surprising isn't it right and they like that was he could have ran that team back and he didn't you know when they won the title they uh that's i've been saying it all year that's a lousy roster they don't have that many good deep players the front of carlisle is not aligned with the front office they're the players it's He's just not playing some of these guys. He doesn't believe in them. And you need to work. I mean, again, look at Monty and James Jones. They're in concert. Right. They're in lockstep. The Carlisle and Donnie Nelson, you know, that's one of these cases where he's Carlisle's not playing them. You know, they draft people. Right. He doesn't play them. Uh, it's very interesting. Do you think Reddick would have helped? He did. He he didn't play well when he did play. No, and he wanted. He didn't even want to be there. You know, he wants to be close to home. But he's getting at the end. I mean, first half of the season, I thought he was like he always was. But the legs are going a little bit. He's one dimensional, though he does shooting very well. But not not. I mean, they they need a shooter. And then, of course, the big problem is Porzingis. Yeah. No. I mean. I still think maybe you can, you can move him, but I don't know. You're not Dallas. You have to attach a first. I mean, this is how bad it's got. Yeah, you are going to have to do that probably. Well, they don't have it. Well, yeah, they got a future one. Well, I mean, you know, two, three years down the road, they're yeah. not. I mean, again, are you going to find some desperate? Maybe. Probably. No, I Just, say he has not moved in the offseason. I would say he probably is, but. I, I, it's not gonna be. It's gonna be like, oh my gosh! Like, look, look what has happened. Um, you know, I could see like, I don't know, like a Golden State or something. Uh, that would no, take. No, a they're fight. way too smart for that. Maybe we'll see. What about though? I I do feel like you know some of these players get buried a little too soon and are, you know, if you get in the right situation, are good. Like, what about what about Kevin Love? He's not that mm-hmm. old. Well, he is that old. 
And he's got, no, no, that's, see, I'm thinking the opposite. You got to go with these younger guys. No, you can't go. I mean, I suppose if, you know, Kevin Love would take your eighth man place in the rotation, but, you know, he's almost a max player. Yeah. So, yeah, no, absolutely not. No winning team is going to have Kevin, unless he's eighth, ninth, tenth man. No, he's put a fork in him. And then throw in the mental health aspect. No. Hands off on Kevin Love. Now, who's next? You don't, you don't want. Well, what about Porzingis for Kevin Love? No, I don't see either team wanting to do that. Like, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. No. Probably so. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't. Yeah. No. Good. Good grief. No yeah. way. Well, I would. I'd say. I would say this. So, wrapping the NBA up, I would say the Suns are probably the. They seem to be like the me. You know the. The na- the favorite of the like kind of bandwagon national team, I'm seeing just lots of lots of love, lots of people wanting the Suns to win. You know, yeah. But, well, they they're entertaining. They're they, likable. Yeah, they play as a team. They're super likable. They're kind of, exactly they do. They play and you know Booker's getting a lot of credit for which he deserves for you know not not saying a word. I mean even lo- you know. Even even locally, like you know, where you'd hear where you hear everything, not not once did he ever been like, man, we got to start winning. You know, he, he's done a few like you know, I, I want to play in the playoffs that type, but he's never once like gave ultimatums or yeah. done anything. And you know, that's that's kind of the anti of the culture for the NBA. So <clears throat> it is. No, he's done a great job and just enjoy the year and worry about you know. uh Paul's contract after the playoffs. That's all you can do. Uh, I mean, Paul sure looks like he loves it here, but he's a businessman, and right, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it, yeah, it would, it would, it would probably be surprising to me if they, if if they were gonna, you know, give the same amount of money for him to go elsewhere. But you, like you said, it wouldn't. It's definitely not out of out of play. I wonder if there's ever been like a. Uh, Someone that, you know, where they were in the playoffs, like the way him and Monty were, you know, 10 years ago or whenever they were on New Orleans. And then on two separate teams later, like a decade later, that's got to be, if if not the first, one of the first times ever. Yeah. I mean, what's, it, what's interesting, too, is, you know, all these sons, first game, you know, first playoffs. This is Chris Ball's 13th year in the playoffs. Right, it, it, it's so overstated him not being like a playoff or clutch player. It's like he he makes all these teams awesome all the time, and then what he had fifteen assists and no turnovers. Yeah, last person to do it, Chris Paul, twenty fourteen. There's only been I think three other players have done it once, and he's done it three times. Yeah, I mean it's just amazing and. Yeah, I mean, just he's playing the part. He's loving it. Life is good for I mean, not basketball. In Capazzo, you mentioned how he was throwing up bricks. Man, that guy cannot shoot for a guard. No, he he's being asked. It's a little unfair. He's it being is. asked to do things that he can't do, and he can't shoot. And I mean, he's he's a wily vet, high IQ. He was passed, you know. 
Paula great, only had 17 and got, you know, what, 10 in the fourth. So he was pestering Paul throughout the game and kind of was doing a decent job. And he's a, a good playmaker, can pass, can move the ball, but he's getting these wide open looks. And, you know, you're forced to take him at that level, and he's just breaking it up. He is, um, I mean, but they all are. What? Uh, how, how do you feel if you're Portland? And see, like, I mean, they, they should have beat this Denver team, you would think, right? Well, I don't know. I mean. I'd be more scared to be playing Portland. That's for sure. Well, I mean, Denver beat them. I really haven't spent an iota of a minute thinking about that. Well, I mean, I guess the bigger picture is, I mean, Dane seems to be, you know, the maybe the next star that could potentially move. You know, he hasn't. Re- I know he's kind of stayed put and hasn't said much, but yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure what you do there, or you just keep running. I mean, it's not like they're that bad. No, but again, he he's expressed a desire to do better, but he's kind of leveled off and. I mean, he's really good, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I could see him being traded. I could. I could see the Knicks get him. Yeah, I could. I could potentially see that. I'm not sure what they would have to give up. Um, what What about so? Did, did Did Kemba and like the Celtics agree to part ways? I haven't heard that. Oh no, there was that was definitely out there. It was, it was like well, both. it might have been out there, but I that is not official. I mean, it was it was an unusual thing where they both like, you know, it was kind of like they both agreed where it'd be better to move on. Uh, yeah, that hasn't that hasn't been good, but we shall see. All right, let's let's uh, let's let's hit up baseball real quick. So we see a lot of these wisdoms that like they've flashed in the pan. Guys that get hot. What's your what's your take on guy out of nowhere just gets on fire? In fantasy baseball? Yeah. I think anymore, these other guys to ride. Because you just never know. Years past, you you think, but, uh, you know, you picked up wisdom from the Cubs. Sure, why not? Uh, You know, I picked up Odalis Garcia. I mean, Mercedes. And again, uh, Tyler O'Neill. Now, this Tyler O'Neill, he has the the ability to be something special. He is a better hitter than Goldschmidt and Arenado. But the Cardinals, again, kind of, a lot of people are like this. That that coach of St. Louis, he's old school. So, you know, it's Goldschmidt three, Arenado four, Arenado three, Goldschmidt. Okay. In the last week, finally, he's moved up. You know, he took O'Neill. He was bad seventh. Most of the season. Now he's batting fifth. Uh, they sat one of those two I mentioned. He was batting fourth. Uh, yeah, the thing he with, is, he's got the whole package. The the one uh, the one thing that he he only has you know he's he's batting two ninety one and on base three twenty five. You know, usually when when it's that small of difference, I mean, there's guys that do do that, but that generally is somewhat of a sign that the guy's being a little bit lucky, but. I mean, as far as as far as fans, I mean, he's he's fifteen homers, five steals. You know, that's he's in the top thirty overall. It's pretty incredible. No, he's a tremendous player and Golden Glove and just 
faster than Get Out. Yeah, the Golden Glove. That's arm uh, got a rocket for an arm. I mean, and the the like the on base can that can that can get better with regular playing time. And it's like, not it's one factor. Like Albie's used to be like that, and now his he's got a you know it's close to about seventy points. I mean, I wouldn't fall. I mean, it's one factor. Yes, it's nice, but when you 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 know his OPS is is better than people who have on base a hundred over their average. So it's one factor. I wouldn't go too crazy. Now, when not when it relates to him. Now, you want to judge average player against average player? Yeah, yeah. But no, he's uh, he's got the possibility to be a special player, Tyler O'Neill, definitely. Yeah, the, the Cardinals seem to just get those players like that. Their pitching oh. is a problem. They don't, you know. And then Flaherty went down for the Cardinals, so they've got pitch like a lot of teams. Now, what you know, what's interesting in baseball again is this tacky substance and you know Garrett Cole and also all the right the interview. I mean you gotta give him some credit for being somewhat open. But now yeah. right. uh did you see Pete Alonzo? Did you see his uh interview? No. So now this is super interesting. Versus first of all I'm big Pete Alonzo fan. Yeah he's likable. He had fifty three homers that's a rookie. Okay. He can go to all fields his take, he's kind of the, the Trevor Bauer of the hitters. You know, where Bauer said, go ahead, clown me. You took me deep. I, yeah, you deserve. I don't care. This stuff is. So Alonzo is saying, if it helps, the, the tacky substance helps the pitchers with their control, I'm all for it. I don't want them throwing 100 mile an hour and, and not being able to grip that ball and let it slide. All of Kevin Pilar, who got, you know, could have lost his life. Yeah. So Alonso, I mean, he's the first hitter. This is highly unusual. Then, Just then, came out and said, let them use whatever they want. I want them to control that ball. That, no, that's, that is interesting. And it is. Playing baseball, you you would much rather go against the guy that throws a little bit harder with control than the guy that's wild. That's what he's saying. That's that's a that's actually a good point. That, that's pretty interesting, actually. Um, what about my man Showtime? Now his, his pitching has gotten it's picked up a little bit. He's got three quality starts and eight eight outings. Okay, that's that's better than I would have thought. Well, I mean, he's just a stud. I mean, he's like the next level Bo Jackson. I yeah, mean, he, instead of two sports, it's two positions, and you know, throws it the hardest, hits it the farthest. He's I, also really fast and could probably steal it's, easily. It's incredible. I, I I just feel that they're not like they're not doing, making a big enough deal about him. I mean, 17 homers and nine steals, and then 60 strikeouts in 42 innings. Well, and he's they're making a big deal. It's not what the number one topic here. You, you know when they'll make a bigger deal of it, Brian? When he can speak English. Angels are winning. Yeah, uh, it's like the Suns. It's exactly like the Suns. They don't want to talk about Devin Booker. 100 games under in his career. Oh, 
Now they look like the best team in the league. Now they talk about Devin Booker. Same thing. It's all about winning. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yep. it is. No, yeah. yeah you're right. he, if he, if they make the playoffs and he, you know, is, you know, throws like a seven inning shutout and then, you know, it's the best hitter and they advance. You're right. That will be. It's you got to win in any, in any sport. That's that's what it's all about. Then that elevates you. And then if you do it in a bigger market, you know, that elevates you again. I mean, that's just really the way it is. I mean, the Angels are fourth in their division. Yeah. Two games under. Behind the A's, the Mariners, the Astros in their division. So, yeah, yeah. win some games, then he'll get more pull. Not, not great. Um, yeah, let's just let's just hope he stays healthy for an entire definitely. Year. I mean, he seems like a great kid. He's always smiling and polite. You know, he brings that different culture. I mean, he's refreshing. Yeah, I'm a big fan of this. He's uh, arguably the most exciting player. Probably Tatis is the most, but he's probably next. Yeah, probably. What about uh, White Sox? They've they survived the big injuries, which I didn't. I didn't know if they would. You know, Robert and uh, uh, Eloy going down. You you buying the White Sox, and then what? What would you? What's your opinion on Larusa? Well, I, I think that just was a terrible choice, but it was predictable. Reinsdorf is. I mean, Larusa's the new Jerry Krause, so he's staying. Uh, Getting alluding to those injuries for the Sox, I think the key there wasn't their pitching. Yeah, I mean, you know, Mercedes came out of nowhere. So they've got, you know, Mankato after struggling, really. His OPS is about 680. Now he's in the MVP conversation. So it's the pitching. You know, those guys, uh, he has moved up a couple notches. Keiko's been steady. You know, has been steady. He can do better. But, you know, the glimpses of, of domination are there, but too many times he has the, uh, the one bad inning. So, you know, the bullpen, Hendricks started slow. He's been a stud their last 30 days. And then the, the pitching leading to yeah. is their closer is very good. So, yeah, their defense is solid. Tim Anderson is very good. He's, he's, very, he's very good. really good. I mean, he's not, he's not Tatis or – well, I was about to say he's, he might be as good as like Korea and Lindor. Oh, I think he's better than Korea. Wow. What about and Lindor? I, yes, I think. I mean, this version of Lindor? Again, I'm. He's like Bichette. Moment. He's like as good as Bichette. Is that good? Yeah, those are two good examples. Those two have passed those other ones. I would say they may have. And then, of course, the Braves, just a stud. Though. Last night they had that play. You know, watch hours of baseball daily, but. And if you watch enough, every day you'll see something. And what they had was uh, Moncado hit a ball in the first inning. Jake Lamb was on second, not the speediest, but hit it in the gap there between uh, short and third. So Lamb came around. They, they brought him in. As he was coming around third, the home up went over. You know, he's going to be sliding in the, the third base side of the plate. So he goes over to the first base side. That's where Mankato's bat is at. So he grabs the bat. At the same time, 
Jose Abreu is the next hitter. So what do you do as the next hitter? You come over to the other side of the plate, the first base side, and you kind of tell the guy, the runner, you know, whether to slide or not. So as Abreu was going to that position, you know, just six feet, at the same time, the umpire picked up the bat, threw it backwards at like he's done 10,000 times in his career. This time, it hits Abreu right in the knee, and he goes down like Dick Buckus tackled him. It was unbelievable. <laughs> so, so the play is, you know, everybody's there. They show the white side stuff, and, you know, Lamb's in. He's safe. They're jumping. They're clapping. Then you can see all their faces. Look out. Here's Jose now is lying flat on his back. Players are running to him, coaches. They're helping him up. He's, you know, as they help him up, he stands on one leg. He wobbles, he hobbles, he limps. And, uh, you know, he's a, he's a gamer. He ain't coming up, and he didn't. And, uh, you know, he stayed in the game, but good grief. I mean, seriously, it could have been a season-ending injury. Could have, you know, ruptured his kneecap. It was the, one of the flukiest uh you know that that Javi Bias play just yeah that 10 was days ago that was maybe flukier but my point is every single day in baseball you know Steve Stone been doing gazillion games say yeah never ever seen something like that so you know there was that two minutes where oh my gosh Abreu is seriously injured so. That was yeah. something else. It's a couple times that he's he had that one collision too, where he looked like he was hurt really bad. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He's 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 a banana. He's a tough man. What? So what? Lance Lynn and Rodon, you buying? I mean, they're probably yes. not going to ERAs under two, but they're going to be good. Yes, yes. See, there it is. They got Lynn and then Rodon. He can't. You know. Yeah, he's a stud now. It looks like. It does look like that. Lynn's one that's kind of, you know, I've, I've always kind of liked him. Well, uh, most people have. He was awesome last year, and he's, he's, doing, he's doing great for him. Yeah, no, I remember the Cardinals fans weren't very appreciative of him. But, yeah, I mean, he has well, – I mean, I mean, when was that, though? Have you, have you seen – I mean, his stats, he's 1.23 ERA and .88 whip. Okay, yeah. That's incredible. But, I mean, that's current. He wasn't – he didn't even play on the Cardinals last year. So no. Well, I mean, I'm not one to go. I mean, two years ago, Lindor was way better than Tim Anderson. Well, now, today, it doesn't look like he is. The fact he's been on, you know, three teams in four years, that's generally a sign that, you know, you're not valued super high. Um, I mean, is Bieber's a weird one. Like, is he, is he now just almost like DeGrom of the AL? He's good. He's very, very good. And he's only 26. And yeah, then, I mean, he's good. You know, kind of like Rodon, you know, Gosman, he was supposed to be awesome. Took him he's forever. Seven of trees. Yeah, he's, I mean, again, in the moment this year, he's one of the top pitchers in both leagues. Oh, yeah, no, he's been number one, but it's, uh, you know, you had to wait. You had to wait for. All right, um, we'll wrap this wrap up. Where does what? Where's Deshaun Watson play next year?
In in Texans or somewhere else? It's a good question. Uh, now the the his camp leaked, and he wants to go to Denver. And remember how I said Denver had those like weird odds where they were like higher than the Steelers. Well, yeah, everybody is aware of that. So I don't think he'll go there. I think Rodgers will go there before Watson goes there. I think Rodgers will be in Denver sometime this summer. So uh, staying on point, Watson. I think he's going to be in Houston. Okay, so you you, you like Rodgers to move more than Watson? I bet I bet one yeah. of them probably goes to Denver. Did you see then where like Jordan Love was getting all this praise and hype? Like yes, just like yesterday. Well, it was both. Before all the praise and hype, uh, the the day before the reports were, oh my goodness, he couldn't get him to midfield in the two minute. I don't know where it came from because I heard a conversation highlighting the whole thing. So whether the Green Bay got a hurt, you know, heard about it, got a hold of it, changed the narrative. So uh, yeah. he, that kid's got a lot of pressure. Oh, man. I mean, if Rodgers leaves. Obviously. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, so much. When you think about how long they've had that QB run, it's pretty incredible. What is the what's is the Bears? It's all roses for field. You think field starts week one? No, I don't. But I think shortly thereafter, and he right. fantasy wise potentially can be the best QB. I think there's a real by the end of the year, mid season. I mean, better than Lawrence, who's who will be the starter from day one. Yeah. Trade Lance, he's not gonna, he he's not starting, you know. I mean, Fields will start long before Trey Lance played what one year at a D three school or two years and didn't play a year. He's not playing over Garoppolo, and then uh, Mac Jones, it's Patriots. They still have Cam, and yeah, he's not playing. I mean, again, maybe week twelve or something. So of, of all the rookie quarterbacks, to me, the highest ceiling is Fields. Uh, I'll tell you who I'm going to be, like, all in for is uh, Dobbins for Baltimore. Like, like I, I've, you know, he'll be a he'll be an RB1. Yeah, I mean, it could be. I mean, everything, he's is such committee anymore. Well, okay, then that means everyone's a committee, so – well, not everyone, but you you got you know you have to be very very special to separate yourself. I mean, they they got rid of Ingram. He's he's going to get a lot more, but he, uh, you know, I like the the next gen stats and like as as far as like he like top speed acceler- acceleration speed, like he's he's in all of those for explosive. Though you you know who the most explosive runners as far as like reaching top speed the most were. No. The, neither of them were, run, were running backs. So Kyler had like the most runs of getting to 15 miles per hour or more, and then Lamar was two. So, yeah, I, mean, okay. I, I look for Kyler. To, I, don't, I guess he's still what going to be rated the top three or so. Probably. I mean, Probably. I, I think. Yeah, I would. You know, he, he's you take him in like you know third round or whatever. You're you're good with that. So, yeah, all right, I would take him there, but I take him in the fifth. Yeah. 
I mean, but yeah, all the stats, you know, like passers, he was, you know, he was number three. Though, guess who number one was Daniel Jones, your man. Yeah, well, I mean, he's got a lot of talent. He does. They just got to give him protect. You know, it's like everybody else. Got to protect them. Yeah. yeah. If they don't get protection, they can't. I don't care who's throwing the ball. They they really drop down in efficiency. So you know, unless you can create like a Murray or a Lamar Jackson, is is Fitz gonna? Have they, has he made a decision for the Cardinals? I don't think he has. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Okay, Ryan. Talk Sorry. to you. Mm-hmm. Bye now.